Welcome to episode 8. So, with skin melanoma diagnoses on the rise and the fact we are in the heart of summer right now here in Australia, I wanted to share some of the real science behind the damage that sunburns does to your skin and to your body. Let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? How you doing? I appreciate you being back here for another episode. So excited to get this off the ground. We're still in week one with episode eight, and I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about a serious issue for anybody that likes to get outside. Are you someone that likes to get outside and enjoy the sun? Because you probably have been severely burnt at some point in your life. So, I want to talk about this today because in Australia, it's a really big problem, uh, especially with the lack of ozone layer above us, although that is one of the few things that is repairing, believe it or not, which is a great side note. Um, But... In a nutshell, I want to get straight into it. So, in a nutshell, sunburn is essentially a radiation burn. Uh, And on an average summer weekend in Australia, 2.5 million people get sunburned every single weekend. It's crazy, all right? That's an insane number of people. So, obviously, not all of these turn into skin cancer or a melanoma, but they do negatively impact your body and your immune system at the time that it occurs. And of course, long term, it can be the thing that switches on a cancer switch in your genetics. So, I want to just go through this in a little bit of detail so that we can understand sunburn, understand our skin cells, and you know, really understand what's happening in, in an attempt to uh, be a motivation for you guys to make some physical changes in your life because we assume that with how fast our sunburn repairs itself and disappears, we kind of forget about its impact and we think it's temporary. And unfortunately, that's just not the situation. So, with skin cancer, uh, fourth, it's the fourth most diagnosed cancer of all cancers and it's on the rise. So, uh, it's in Australia, it sits at the fourth most diagnosed at 10.4% of all cancer diagnoses. So, that's a quite a big number. Talking today about a skin cancer at 10.4% of all diagnoses is huge. It's a huge portion of cancer diagnoses. So, now, before we get into the actual sun and the damage, I just want to go quickly over what... Uh, the layers of the skin are, what's happening with the skin. So, just in a nutshell, the the skin has multiple layers and a dermatologist will tell you, you know, far more in detail than I will today. I'm just brushing over these details so that you can have some familiarity. Um, so, on the, on the outer layer, the, the bit that you can touch, we've got the epidermis. So, the epidermis is the physical protector, the thing that keeps everything in. It's what makes sure that the body's body functions. And keep in mind, the skin is actually the body's largest organ, okay? It's the biggest. So, therefore, we need to look after it. Okay, so, we've got the epidermis on the outside. The middle layer is called the dermis, okay? And this is where your blood vessels start to appear um, or as we go down down in the skin layers. And then we've got the hypodermis, which is the deep layer, which is where your veins and arteries uh, start to, you know, it's the it's the border pretty much. It's the transition between the skin and the inside of your body. So, that's where all the big stuff starts to appear. So, that's basically, in a nutshell, the, the bits of information we need to know about for today about the skin. So, now let's go to the other side of the equation. 
sun rays, the thing that causes sunburn. What are sun rays? So I want to cover this as well so that we know what we're dealing with. So when we're talking about sun rays, we are talking about, so the sun emits every color of the, the light spectrum, the, well, the visual light spectrum that we can see. So every color that you know, the sun emits that. We obviously only see it as a white or a yellow and sometimes an orange, but it emits all colors. And the sun sun's rays are actually made up of infrared light, which is what makes the sun feel hot. It's made up of visible light, which is... Is, there's still debates about this, but visible light is made up of photons, which are known as little energy packets um, in sort of the the physics, you know, the astrophysics kind of conversation. It's They're made up of photons, which is little packets of energy that um, allow us to be able to visualize things. So, that's the visual light or the visible light spectrum, which is has every color in it. So, it releases that. And it also releases ultraviolet radiation or ultraviolet waves as well. Now, these are the ones that cause the sunburn. Yes, infrared makes it feel hot, but the ultraviolet rays are the ones that cause the sunburn. So, ultraviolet rays are then further broken down into the... And um, these three are the ones that concern us the most, then so they're broken down into these three groups. So, we've got the uh, UVC, so the ultraviolet C rays. So, they're absorbed by the atmosphere. They don't really make it to, or they're not really important for the, in regards to the absorption of our skin. Um, So, they're absorbed by the atmosphere. Ultraviolet B, Okay, goes through the epidermis and is absorbed by DNA. So, remember the epidermis is the outer layer. So, UVB penetrates the first layer of skin and has an impact on our cells. And then the, f- the final one and the most damaging is the UVA rays. Okay, so these go deeper into the dermis. Remember before... Um, I said the dermis was the middle layer of skin. So, the UVA rays, they go down into the middle layer, the dermis layer of the skin, and they can cause cell damage, DNA damage. They can damage proteins. They can damage membranes. And these are the real, real problem ones, okay? So, UVB and UVA are the UV rays (laughs) that are the problem for our skin, right? So, what happens? What happens is the big question. What is actually happening as this reaction occurs? So, we're out in the sun, we have, we're on the beach, we're enjoying a good day and what happens first is the sun hits your skin and melanin, melanin is in everybody's skin, so melanin absorbs the UV radiation, right? And melanin is always in your skin, it's, it's what actually gives your skin its particular color. Now, everybody has a slightly different colored skin and that's because this melanin is dictated by a group of genes and the way in which those genes are expressed by the body, and that's obviously decided uh, when you're much younger, is the color of your skin when it's essentially stationary, for want of a better word, but when you're in a situation where you're not burnt and you're not you know, super cold, but when you're in your normal habitable environment at perfect temperature, this is the color that the, those genetics allow your skin to express. So, and melanin does its job very well. Now, melanin is actually produced by melanocytes, okay? So, they do the job of not just production, but also distribution of melanin in the skin. So, 
So once the sun hits our skin, the melanin, which is distributed by the melanocytes, the melanin absorbs these UV rays. And the melanocytes then ramp up melanin production because it's essentially a protection mechanism to the body, right? The melanocytes realize that there's all these UVA and UVB rays coming in and the way to protect the uh, uh, DNA from being damaged or the cells being damaged is for the melanocytes to upregulate the production of melanin because those guys essentially defend the system. They absorb the problem light that's coming into the body, right? But this is this system is far from effective because obviously we get burnt, right? So it does it does a good job. And and just side note, when you've been out in the sun, it is normal for your body to upregulate melanin production and to be a little darker, which is why we get tanned in summer because it's your body constantly increasing its defense system by releasing melanin into the skin so you either that's why some people tan some people burn but most of us even if it's just a little bit will our skin will get a little bit darker before it goes red and that period of time differs between different people okay so so this is what happens um uh, when our skin loads up with melanin, gets a bit darker, it's because it needs to serve the function of absorbing the UV radiation so our cells do not get damaged. However, they do. So, what kind of damage happens in, to our skin cells? So, a lot of the damage that occurs is actually that the, the UV light actually stops accurate DNA replication. So, our cells are always replicating, they're always dividing, and they're always sharing information with one another so that they can optimize the human body. This is a constant process that's happening 24-7. But UV light coming in can actually stop that DNA replication. And a lot of the cells that have been exposed to the sun for a period of time have actually been damaged and the DNA in those cells is responding to that damage. But the further UV damage, which is just continued time in the sun, stops that DNA replication from happening. And therefore, these cells that are trying to repair and sending out repair messages to the rest of the body, they're stunted. They're stunted in their cellular repair. And then they're just these half half broken cells just are stunted from not repairing and not dying, right? And the whole not dying thing whilst being another conversation ends up being uh, a cancer issue, right? Cancer is essentially defined by a cell's immortalized uh, capacity so it doesn't die. Um, So... Back to the DNA damage. So once you get too many DNA errors that that have uh, been negatively affected by this UV information, then the cell can either cause it cause itself to self destruct, which is not a bad thing. Um, and when areas of these cells self destruct at the same time, that's when we get the peeling of the skin because big groups of these cells at the same time are all self destructing. And obviously, over time, like I just said, the opposite can happen, and these cells can. Also, the DNA damage can lead to the cell never dying and therefore becoming a melanoma over time. Obviously, that's an oversimplified version, but you get the basic understanding. So... The immune response to this, so the obviously the, melana, the melanocytes and the melanin is one immune response, but it's obviously a very superficial response and far from adequate. But once the skin cells on the outer layer detect all this DNA damage, then the immune system switches on and it's like, we need to clear these guys out. So it essentially flicks a switch and fills all the gaps in between cells. So you've got some cells that are dying and um, it the the immune system sends blood to the area because so many so many cells have died from this uv radiation 
that's why the skin gets really red because the blood fills up the skin in all the gaps where all these cells are dying. Now, you might not, you won't be able to see these cells that are dying and these gaps that are happening, but the fact that you're getting red as a result is evidence that there is space that has been created in between your cells due to these dead cells, right? So, it essentially turns that switch on. Um, and then the next step is that the, the additional blood combined with additional fluid, so the immune system has multiple different fluid sources where it, which it uses as transport mechanisms to send different cells to, to the site of damage so that it can clean up and repair. Um, so these pockets of fluid, whether they have blood in them or they don't, is what happens when, you're, when you're, you begin to blister, right? So because you've got these gaps in your cells and fluid's been sent to the area as a repair mechanism, you'll get these little groups of little little bubbles of pus, okay? Now, that, that's just immune system fluid. It's essentially lymphatic fluid that has been sent to the area in order to fix what's going on there, okay? Because you've got a lot of damage in those areas. So, that's uh, those little blisters are a good thing. It's your immune system doing the right job. So, as and so the immune system response usually takes a few days because actually once you're out of the sun, the damage continues until your your body really re- realizes that the UV damage coming in has stopped. Okay, so it actually takes a couple of days before it gets you know goes gets worse first, as you're all familiar with, I'm sure, and then it begins to be in full repair mode, assuming that you've stayed out of the sun in that time. So. In that time, the immune system is just essentially cleaning up cells that are in self-destruct mode and, you know, these blisters are forming in areas that need to be regenerated, right? So, the outer layer of skin is essentially dying off. You're essentially like a snake. You're shedding your skin and, and the rest of the skin in the area also also um, goes into self-destruct mode so that it can clear the area for new skin to come in, okay? Because, obviously, you know, you need the new layer of skin needs to be all together it needs to be on the genetically all on the same level so to speak or the same wavelength and therefore the body clears out that a huge area of that skin so it can essentially start again right so this in a nutshell is what's happening when you are in the sun and get sunburnt, right? So, the UVA and the UVB rays, they come in and they damage the, the epidermis and the dermis layers of your skin and they damage those DNA cells to the point that they re- require de- self-destruction and removal by the immune system and then regeneration of new cells. That's fundamentally what's happening. And obviously, in cases where, where we're talking about mel- skin melanomas, that's situations if if it's been if being sunburnt has been the the switch that has been flicked that you've obviously been sunburnt too many times or you've got too many cells that uh, have been put into self-destruct mode unsuccessfully or never went into self-destruct mode and they went into uh, a cancer growth phase through their genetic damage. They've gone into a cancer, they've switched on cancer genes, they've become immortal and they're replicating those particular immortalized cells, right? So, that's... That's pretty much it, okay? That's the that's the brief version anyway. And of course, I can't do this without talking about skin protection, right? So, 
obviously you're probably a, be, have been aware that over the last few years there's been some controversy with different sunscreen companies and I you know I don't want to be at risk of naming any but you know there's a there's a lot of cheap sunscreen companies out there that actually have real issues with their their sun care sunscreen and sun protective products right and I'm very much somebody that believes in the notion that wherever you cheat nature you do it at a cost, right? And what I mean by that is when you put something that protects you from the sun, the sun is natural, a human is natural, and when you put something on your skin which prevents sun damage, then you're doing that at a cost because you're cheating the natural process. And what I mean by that is that sunscreens are obviously an unnatural thing. They're often got many chemicals in them that are not good for the human body. Whether they protect you from the sun or not, a lot of those chemicals should not be in the human body. And we're seeing more and more cases come out where previous products have been used to prevent cancer are actually full of carcinogens. So, that's why my my advice in this situation is always for sun, with the sun, is always a physical barrier. It's best to wear be fully clothed, it's best to be wearing white so that you stay cool um, and it's best to be under a tree or it's best to be take a tent or an umbrella. Physical barrier is the healthiest barrier to the sun. Now, this is obviously, of course, not at the cost of not getting your vitamin D. Vitamin D, we'll talk, talk about that on another episode. You know, be out in the sun long enough to get your vitamin D hit for the day. This is an extremely important thing that your skin must do every day and many, many people are in in a vitamin D deficiency and they need to not be because it's strongly linked with cancer diagnosis. But when you're actually in the sun for long periods of time, physical barrier is the most important. So, I'm going to wrap that this episode up. I appreciate you guys jumping on as always. Thank you so much. Please let me know if you got something out of this episode and if you know somebody who might learn something, don't hesitate to share this with a friend. Now, for those that are on social media, of course, you can find me on Instagram, just at Maddie Lansdowne. And if you yourself are an Instagrammer, please take a screenshot of this episode and post it as your story. Now, you can do this on any social media platform, but on Instagram, be sure to do it there and tag me and I'll be able to share it and give you a shout out. This is a great way to help the show grow organically. So, I really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something here today. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use and we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much and I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.